to Retro Ordinaire, a trawl through the bottom drawer of entertainment history. Uh, my name is Jason Chug. With me is Scott John. We are going to host the show. Hello. Hello, Jason. Always lovely to be with you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, it has been some time Sometime. since the last one. I know that we. Sometime. I feel like in our last episode, which <laughs> is a long time ago, we did promise that these would come out more often, and then this happened. Yeah, well, we've almost. been busy. You've been yeah. you've been uh, doing stuff. I've been doing stuff. Yeah. But the important thing is that we're here now. Yes, and stuff's not going to get any less old. No. So that's right. <laughs> we just keep doing it. Our yeah. podcast is ageless, mm, much mm. like cheese. <laughs> And speaking of cheese, what, what yeah. have you got for us today? This is ah, your okay. Let's get straight into it. Um, today's episode is uh, quite specifically about British sitcom characters on the charts. Yep. Okay. That's that's really specific. Really specific. But I've managed to pull an episode together with just that British sitcom characters. So this is not the actors. Uh, who who release songs? It's not like Stephen Dennis mm. from Neighbours having a go at singing and doing it really poorly. It's actually the characters released singles in character, <laughs> like Magnum PI did it. Like Magnum PI doing a song, releasing a cover version of Insane in the Membrane. <laughs> Insane in the Membrane. <laughs> Robert De Niro's Waiting or something. Mm. But so so that's what we're doing today. Okay. British sitcom characters on the charts, mainly the UK charts. All right, Scotty. Should we do a top five British sitcom characters mm, on the That charts? sounds great. Starting with something called Rene DMC. <laughs> In 1986, riding high on the TV success of Allo Allo. Mm, oh, Rene. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Are you a fan? Did you used to watch? Yes, that was a thing that I think my mum was a fan. And so yeah. we would have to watch it because she was a fan. Yeah, yeah, right. Allo Allo. I think it, it ran longer than the war. <laughs> which is actually true i think it ran for about 10 years i don't know exactly. Right? i haven't done that much research but and the, do you remember the last season renee had a dent in his head no because, <laughs> because shrapnel wound no he was in a in a storm and a tree uh blew through the window in his car so for the last series of Allo Allo, he's got a wonky head. Wow. His, his eyes look in different directions. And then they're like, we have to stop this. <laughs> We've got to stop. <laughs> but they never fair. explained it. It's mm. just like Ron, Rene walked in one day and, and he, he looked like he had a plasticine head that somebody had mashed. <laughs> so. He always looked like he had a bit of a plasticine head anyway. <laughs> he did. It's a bit of a Mr. Potato head. <laughs> yes, very much so. Um, so in 1986, <laughs> riding high on the success of Allo Allo, uh, Rene and Yvette released a hip-hop song. <laughs> was Yvette his wife? <laughs> no, no, no. She was him? his bit on the side. Oh, she was the mistress. Yeah, his mm-hmm. wife was Edith, right? And oh, he, she was always yes. catching him. So do you want to just should we yeah. have a listen? Yes, please. All right, so this is Renee DMC. I'm here in my cafe all by myself. Getting a drink down from the shelf. It is closing time. The place is shut and I've been working off my butt. Hiding airmen from the uns, not to mention dynamite and guns. My life is in jeopardy each day. When will these Germans go away? Hello, Anne. Hello, Yvette. Are you not going to bed just yet? Well, if I do, I will not sleep. There's a noisy band out in the street. <laughs> there you go. So that's 30 seconds of it. A noisy band. <laughs> it goes for four and a half minutes. Oh, shit. Uh, feel free to 
search for the rest. It's on YouTube. That was great. That <laughs> hello, Renee. She takes such a long run up. She's like, hello, Renee. Uh, it was recorded at London's Master Rock Studios and Liverpool's Amazon Studios. So I don't no, know close to where all the Beatles stuff was recorded. Yes. So why do you think it would have been recorded in two studios? Maybe what? Renee and Yvette don't talk anymore. And could be. They had Could a be. Kiki D, Elton John thing going on where, I don't know. Can't um, be the same room. Maybe they were kicked out of the first studio. Oh, for being too street. That's right. Uh, do you want to hear the B-side? Oh, there was another one. So uh, wasn't it, was it a single or an album? Or? It was a single. Okay. With a cover of the French love song Je T'aime Ooh. as the B-side. Oh. I feel like the Germans won the war after that. Um, Shall I try again? I beg your pardon? Say it in French. I love you. Ah, I understand. (laughs) I have not yet touched you. It is the handle of the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) It's always the handle of the vacuum cleaner. (laughs) I love the sound of face. There was also an extended 12-inch mix released. And an accordion solo goes yes. for 18 minutes. <laughs> for those occasions when four minutes of Gordon Kay rapping in uh, a bad French accent isn't enough. Um, so how did, it, how did it do in the charts? Well, it got to 57 on the UK charts and stayed on the chart for four weeks, which is not a bad effort, really. The British love a, they love a single, like a charity single, Christmas singles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. World Cup big... singles. They they love a novelty song. They love a novelty song. I would say 57 <clears throat> kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no good. That's the problem. That's yeah, the... <laughs> well, that's never been an issue before. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> um, but Rate Your Music mm-hmm. gives it four stars. Whoa. But that's based on two ratings Probably put, put together. from <laughs> Gordon Kay and Vicky Michelle. Oh. So if you want this, there's a copy on eBay currently mm-hmm. as we speak for $27.07 with free postage, getting quick, or one for $39.95 if you prefer to pay more. <laughs> Some people do. Now, what 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 is it? Is it an LP or an EP? Or uh, it's a, it's just a single. a single. It's a, like a single or a uh, an, a normal everyday forty five. Right. So cassette or record is record. What I, okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cool. I think there's nothing else possibly to say about this. We've talked about this longer than anyone in human history. <laughs> I am 100% positive. Yep. Yeah. Even the people that probably produced this record. We've been <laughs> going for right. about 10 minutes now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so I, I bet that was one take. <laughs> Four was... and a half minutes, we're done. <laughs> All right. Sh- should we move on to the next one? Yes. Hey, I've just realized that I have a a record. Yeah. Um, for, I, I don't know if you're covering this one at all, um, of a character singing a song. What I have that? Kylie Moles um, from the comedy company. Um, what did she do? Uh, so, so excellent. excellent. I actually have it oh, here. Really? I wasn't going to mention it. You have this? Yeah. I must have heard this a thousand times. <laughs> 
<laughs> my sister got it for a birthday or something, and it was the only record because we were cassette kids. Yeah. So it was the only record that we owned, like the kids owned. So yeah. um, dad had his record player, and this is the only thing that ever got played on it, as far as I yeah, yeah. as far as I know. Yeah. Didn't she she had a follow up, right? Yeah, there was I two. Can't it was, what it was. There was a oh, there was a there was a B side to that as well. Ah, oh, maybe it was a B side. Yeah. And um, also we were off the track from British yeah, sitcom sorry, characters, mate. but Con the Fruiter did one. Oh my god. Uh, a couple of days. <laughs> With a laugh track. Must be probably a TV show. I feel like Mike Mitchell's still doing that in Westfields around Australia. I'm sure. <laughs> to <I'm> just a <laughs> bemused slash horrified crowd. <laughs> Um, so the second British sitcom yes, character sorry, back on track. is uh, Dennis Waterman and George Cole from Minder, uh, oh. Arthur and Terry from Minder, <laughs> yes. right? So Dennis Waterman is actually a singer. He does the theme songs to all of his TV shows. Oh, Minder like Frasier was sung by Kelsey Grammer. Exactly. Stay Lucky, New Tricks, On The Up. This was the one that was a big hit though for Dennis Waterman uh, the theme from Minder, I Could Be So Good For You. That's a great song. It actually is a good song, isn't it? I, I don't know where I've heard that the most. It was a single on the radio, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it I was also, a hit. It was no, it got to number four on the UK charts. I think it did quite well in Australia as well. It is a good song. Um, I don't know. If the I've, video on YouTube, if mm-hmm. you get a chance, is amazing. It's right. like him just walking around a trash and treasure with oh all these uh, very unattractive people just hugging him and joining in. It's awesome. Awesome. Mm. I feel like my my memory of that song is a fat guy scrubbing himself in the shower. I don't know if it was like a hot water ad or something at one point. No, it's just you. Was it your dad or? No, it was I have a mirror in sort of my shower. I see. I see. <laughs> so in 1983, mm-hmm. uh, the two of them did a Christmas song. Oh, so it was they're a, back a, into it. Yeah, and this was performed on Top of the Pops on the 22nd of December, 1983. So have a listen to this. What are we going to get for early doors? Money? Terrence. That's typical. Right, no respect. You make me laugh, you do. No, Terrence, please. Just leave me out. After all I've done for you. What are we going to get for early doors? I wish it was January the 2nd. <laughs> Possibly world's first rap battle. <laughs> so this got, so this that, was on top of the pops. That was terrible. It was so <laughs> considering how good the other song is. That's that's a bucket of turds. <laughs> well, it got to number twenty one. Oh. Spent five weeks on the UK charts. It also came with a promotional Minder beer mat. Right? Every oh, that's great. With a beer mat. So that is objectively better than the Alo Alo one. Yes, which only got to fifty seven. Objectively better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Um, but The Telegraph in the UK rates it as the fifth worst Christmas song ever. At number one was John Denver's Please, Daddy, Don't Get Drunk This Christmas. Um, it's a documentary around my place. <laughs> uh, have you? Did you know that uh, Dennis Waterman and George Cole mm-hmm. also appeared in a cartoon together? No. <laughs> a cartoon series in 1988. It was called Tube Mice. 
and it was about <laughs> mice living in the London underground. Okay. And um, I've got a little bit of it. If oh, he, Dennis would have sung the song for it. He probably did. The only problem is those two goody-goodies bubble and squeak and a blooming mouse code. But there are ways around that problem. Yeah, but we've never found out how. Bubble and squeak always catch us out. Ouch! There you go. It's <laughs> It's great. Are you glad to be doing this with me in this moment? Oh, I've never felt anything. <laughs> the last thing I want to say is uh, if you want to see modern day Dennis Waterman, just Google, I think it's Dennis Waterman, Maggie May, you know, by, mm, by Rod, Stewart. Rod Stewart. Have a look at this, Jace. This is Dennis Waterman at what looks like a private party doing some karaoke. <laughs> Google in YouTube, Dennis Waterman sings Maggie May. <laughs> Who's grinding against Explain him? Explain what you see. So it's an old man, and then there's just like two younger ladies grinding on him in what looks young, like a. Oh, you reckon they're younger? Oh, yeah. It, well, they're now what are they him. doing? They're <laughs> taking off his top. This shouldn't be allowed on YouTube. So it's a it's a youth academy. Beaconsfield Psychob Football Club Youth Academy. And it very much stop it. One of them's twirling around his jacket, the other one is oh she's like a dog that needs to go to the vet. Yeah, on point closer inspection they might be as old as her. But they said it's a Dennis Waterman sandwich. <laughs> I think that that lady on the left in the yellow top is, would be happy to give herself to him. Oh, she's wrapped his legs. He's going to touch her Dennis Watermelon soon. <laughs> okay, let's... Uh, oh, we're look halfway at the, through. Look at, the, look at the pot belly. She's rubbing the pot belly. Oh. All right. Have you seen it up? Yes, please. Look, that's, that's disturbing, isn't it? Yeah. The hand's all over him. There you go. So some kind of like fundraiser for the soccer club. <laughs> I bet. I feel like we we need to do a GoFundMe to burn that soccer club to the ground now. Do you want to go and have a shower? <laughs> no, because two weird ladies might start rubbing my paunch. Hopefully, there's not another follow up video recorded two hours later. It's not on YouTube that one. All right. Next up is mm -hmm. uh, one of the classic. British sitcom characters, Mr. Humphreys. <laughs> Why are you being served? From Why Are You Being Served, John Inman. <laughs> yes. Um, he actually, you won't believe this, but he released a trilogy of albums, three <laughs> albums, the John Inman trilogy. As John Inman or as Mr. Humphreys? Well, the title is John Inman, but as you'll hear, I think it's pretty much Mr. Mr. Humphreys. Humphreys. Oh. So the, the first album was called Are You Being Served in 1975, and here's the title track. Is your loose change left or right? I must know for the count. I'll measure you from your ankle right up to your... Menswear. I've won in tweed, thank heavens, just your size. But First, I'd like me hand back. It's trapped between your thighs. What? Are you being so sad? I'm Humphreys and I'm free. There's no one here but me. <laughs> That's yeah, great. That's the title track. The second album was called I'm Free. <laughs> <laughs> to stick with the theme in 90s. It's just a solid cash in, isn't it? <laughs> this is his cover of Jerry and the Pacemakers. <laughs> You do what you do to me 
to have fall for me like I fell for you when I do it to you. <laughs> I was about to say that's actually like pretty pleasant, and listen, and then he's got to camp it up. Oh, <laughs> wouldn't it be great if every single song ever ended with that? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and the third album he did was his Sergeant Pepper's. Uh, it's called right. With a Bit of Brass from 1978, a collaboration with the Web Ivory Newell Band Ooh. and the West Midlands Police Mail Voice Choir. Great. God knows what happened behind closed doors. <laughs> Going down. I didn't understand a single word of that, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, the fairies. Oh, the fairies. <laughs> There's one more track I'll play. This yep. is called I'm Free. Some say I do, and some say I don't. And some say perhaps, or maybe. Whatever the answer, one thing sure, there's no doubt. I'm free, I'm free, he's free, I'm free, he's free. Nobody's freer than me. I'm free, he's free, I'm free, he's free. All join together. So that was on the third album. That was on the third album. Even though the second one was called I'm Free. Oh, actually, no, that was... I'm sorry. Okay, it was. Okay, I'm that's sorry. Right. I'm not a historian. No, that's okay. <laughs> that one was from the second album. All right, because Crowded uh, House did some, that. Some massive John Inman fan is going to write me the mm. biggest letter of complaint. <laughs> because cause Crowded House did that. They released Recurring Dream and then Recurring Dream wasn't on it and it, uh, Recurring Dream was on Afterglow. I thought you were going to say Crowded House covered I'm Free by John Inman. Oh, Which album was that? That would be amazing because now <laughs> it would technically be in Fleetwood Mac's discography. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so there you go. That that's the, uh, that, that is the discography of John Inman. Amazing. And, and uh, how did this chart, do you know? Glad you asked. Uh, it got to thir- well, the first, only the first album charted. Yeah, Are you being served? I could have predicted that. <laughs> got to 36 in October 1975 okay. and it stayed in the charts for six weeks. Ooh, over- and then everybody took their albums back <laughs> and got a refund <laughs> and wiped it out of history. But, um, yeah, I, th- mm. I think they should uh, play that album as the Centrelink on hold music <laughs> just to reduce the, the weight. Especially I'm and- Free. <laughs> Yeah. It'll be, be a real, real dagger in the heart of anyone on hold. That's great. We're up to uh, uh, the fourth of five, Jace. Mm-hmm. And this one is uh, this is quite an interesting little tale for you. Now you know the song "Shut Up Your Face" yes. by Joe Dolce. Dolce, Dolce. I think Dolce. Dolce, like Dolce and Gabbana. Dolce and Gabbana. Except not. If Joe Dolce hasn't opened a Metworth store, Dolce and Cabana. Dolce and Cabana, <laughs> then there's something wrong. What's the matter? Hey! Got a no respect. Hey! What do you think you do? Hey! Why are you looking so sad? Hey! It's a not so bad. Hey! It's a nicer place. Shut up your face. Shut up your face yeah. by Joe Dolce uh, from Melbourne. Phenomenally successful. Yeah, incredible. Spent three weeks at number one in the UK. Holding Ultravox at uh, number two with Vienna. <laughs> or, oh, Vienna. That's Imagine enough. if that was your legacy. <laughs> yeah. Number one in 11 countries and Australia's wow. first triple platinum record. Sold over Whoa. six million copies. And versions of the song have been recorded by 
a remarkable 37 acts in 15 different languages. Really? And I'll just play you a couple of quick cover versions. Yes, please. Uh, this is, do you remember EMF who did Unbelievable? Oh, yeah. So they had a go. <laughs> That's EMF. And uh, US rapper KRS-One did a version as well. What's the man to you? You. Why you looking so sad? So sad. KRS is back. He's back. You don't look so bad. I shot up for you, It's <laughs> <laughs> So weird here. A rapper doing an Australian Greek accent. Uh, or Italian, sorry. It would be Italian. Oh, we're going to get notes. I wonder whether Dolce just lives off the uh, the income from. All I imagine the you would. Like, would you say like eleven different countries? It was number one. Yeah, yeah. One of the, but one but who's still playing that? Sure. I don't know. I I do occasionally. I loved it when I was a kid. <laughs> but um, so I've got a little story for you. Great. <clears throat> the end of 1980. Elton John. You heard of Elton John? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. So he was. Uh, <laughs> He was on tour in Australia, right? And this was just as the song was breaking in mm. Australia. So he heard the song and he had his manager approach Joe Dolce with the idea of buying the rights for the UK market. So Elton John, oh, I'll make myself a bit of cash here. So Elton John was going to record it? Yes. But Dolce yeah. knocked him back because he said, no, 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 this is my cash cow. <laughs> If anyone's going to have a hit with it, it's going to be me. And how did he knock him back? Did he say, yes, please? Or did he say... <laughs> Shut up, Yeah, yeah, go. <laughs> um, so Elton John mm-hmm. quickly thought, I'm going to have a hit with this before Joe Dolce can get into the UK. So I'm going back to the UK and I'm going to record it. So take a guess, which British sitcom character do you think Elton John might phone... And say, hey, I've, I, I'd like you to record a song. Um, one of the two Ronnies. <laughs> no, good no? guess. Okay. Good guess. Um, Manuel from Foldy Towers. <laughs> oh, I'm such an so, idiot. Of course it is. <laughs> so he actually contacted Andrew Sanchez. Wouldn't you love to hear that phone call? Like, hello? See? It's, it's, it's Elton John. Uh uh, I've got this song called Shut Up Your Face and I'd like you to record Man, it. <laughs> this is, I, I'm like, I, I'm, I'm through the looking glass now because I was thinking, well, Do- Joe Dolce was not an actor he, he's, and Joe Dolce's not a character. How does this fit into this whole thing? And you've brought it around and now I'm so invested. So Elton John is trying to cut Joe Dolce's lunch. Out of his own song. Out of his own song. And he's getting a guy who's playing a Spanish guy to record <laughs> Shut Up Your Face. What is Elton John's story? He's like some shonky businessman. Yeah, this was like 15 minutes of Rocket Man. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Taron Egerton. Uh, like, had the, <laughs> they got the original Manuel to play Manuel. He still looks the same. He's dead. Oh. But uh, <laughs> never mind. So, oh, he, so, so he, did he, he do it? Him in. Yeah. Elton John <gasps> drags Andrew Sach, Sachs, Sachs, Sachs into uh, a studio and gets him to record this. What's the matter? You got the no respect. That's incredible. Dolce gets wind of this. Uh, he knows that he yeah. finds out that Elton's trying to cut his uh, shut up your face pie. 
And uh, he puts in an immediate injunction with the British court stopping the release of the Manuel version and a judgment in Dolce's favour forces the recall of <sighs> all copies of that version. Wow. Every sold copy. Every, it, there must be at least 12. <laughs> and <laughs> Elton's parents had to give them back. <laughs> <laughs> and I found a tweet from Joe Dolce or, mm. or an Instagram post or something. Uh, but how how can Elton John release someone else's song? Yeah, I don't I don't know. I don't really. I'm not sure. Okay, you'd right. think he'd be busy enough. Yeah, maybe I, I blame it on Bernie Taupin. Yeah, that guy's trouble. You- <laughs> so this is Joe Dolce. He says in 1980 when Elton John was touring Australia, his manager liked "Shut Up Your Face," which was number one at the time in Australia, and had a meeting with my management to try and obtain the rights. Uh, they made us an offer we could refuse. <laughs> Sometime later, we heard that they'd gotten Manuel from Foldy Towers to do a Spanish waiter version and had just released it in the UK. Our own new British record company put in an injunction, flew me over the next day to do Top of the Pops, Tiz Was and Pebble Mill. And three days later, when I boarded the plane to come back to Australia, the song had shot into the charts to number three. And soon become the biggest number one for the year. Wow. Manuel's version was withdrawn. Still, it is one of my favorite versions. And I have a <laughs> rare 45 of it. So wow. How about that? That's nuts. <laughs> what a crazy time to be an adult. <laughs> like, we were all kids. We had no idea. But now adults no, doing I this kind of movie. weird stuff. Would you not watch a movie? Yeah. Why didn't they put this that? in Rocket Man? I don't know. It's fascinating. <laughs> we should ask. Uh, Joe Dolce. Yes. Uh, about maybe he can tell us a bit. He more would know about, the full story. Because he must hate Elton John. Yeah. Surely. Do you think he'd be so bitter? Okay. Elton John tried to ruin his career. Yeah. I'm, okay. I'm looking up on Facebook because he's he. he so I'm just typing now. He's um he's he, he wrote a Facebook post. So he's got Facebook. He's on Facebook. Okay. Yes. Ask here it him is. To, if he can come and explain. <laughs> Joe Dolce is a song on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and 299 people like it. 299. Yep. Oh, okay. Joe and you can be the 300th people. Oh, yeah, I could. Okay, cool. All right, I'll do that after I send the message. Okay, what should I what should I send? Uh I'll type it out. Hi Joe, is that a good way to start? <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, hi. Hi. Hey, hi. Okay. Hi. Uh my friend uh am I your friend? Yes. Yes, Scott. Yeah, okay. And, and I do a podcast. Right. That's, that's true. Yes. Uh would you like to come on uh-huh. And talk about your war with Elton John <laughs> over <laughs> shut up your face. <laughs> Great. And we won't even tell him the name of the podcast. Well, then we'll put him off. Give him any context. No last names. <laughs> no. So he can Google it. Or it will. Right. Okay, good. All right. Uh, I'm going to put thanks for your time and all the laughs, <laughs> Jason. <laughs> and I think that generally, we're, like, we both loved this song growing yeah. up. Yeah. And then. Mm. Also write to Elton John and ask him about how much he hates Joe Dolce. And then we'll just Skype them together and then just yeah. leave the room. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm going gonna, gonna to hit send on the Joe Dolce one. I don't think Elton John's going to get back to us, but I reckon Joe Dolce might. No, no, no. He's, Elton John's in the country at the end of the year, though. We'll, we'll find him at the airport. Oh, I mean, this could be. And just yell at him. Just this, but this could be we'll, like. We'll get banners. We'll get a group together. Joe Dolce will join us, I'm sure. <laughs> Can you imagine? 
<laughs> we'll just ask him, and then he'll get on the plane and disappear, and the whole tour will be cancelled. I'm never we'll coming to Australia his... again. <laughs> well, it's your farewell tour. So, all right, I'm pressing. Um, sure. Do you want me to add an emoji or anything? No, nah. no, nah, he wouldn't understand. Okay, he wouldn't understand. Send. Yeah. Done. Shit. That's going to go nowhere. <laughs> I, be- I bet he gets back to that. I'm gonna when like was it. his last post, by the way? Oh, hang on. Let me have a look. Uh, profile. He added a shop now button to his page on the 12th of October, yeah. 2017. Well, that was a complete waste of everybody's time. No, that's He's exactly. never coming back. What do you think this, what do you think this podcast is? <laughs> Well, maybe he's just been waiting for somebody to ask him about mm. that. He probably bores his family senseless <laughs> complaining about Elton John every time he comes on the radio. Ah! Oh! Are you okay? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, man. You that should was, that was Oscar worthy. You nearly hurt my table. <laughs> Do you think oh, Joe Dolce's think- got broken hands? <laughs> Did you think that the table was like a foot lower? <laughs> I don't know. How am I going to explain that to the doctor? <laughs> What were you doing? I was reenacting Joe Dolce's <laughs> anger at Elton John for getting Manuel from Folding Towers to sing Shut Up Your Face and try and cut his lunch. Oh, yeah, we see a lot of them. All right, we'll go. I got one more. I okay. got one more. Now, this is a bit of a stretch, but it's it's like a kid's sitcom. Right. Uh, did you Do you remember Wurzel Gummidge? I know those words, but I don't know what that is. <laughs> was he like Gummidge, a caterpillar I, kind of thing? Caterpillar? No. He okay. was a scarecrow. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, right. No, I don't know what this is. I loved it. It was my fa- I was obsessed as a kid. I used to dress up as him. I used to force force my brother to play Wurzel Gummidge. Okay. I had the hat. I had the doll. So it was a TV show with John Pertwee uh, as a scarecrow that sort of stalks two kids okay. and takes his head off. Oh, I'm back in. This, is, this sounds great. Yeah, very frightening. The scariest episode... Um, is one with a character called Daft Head. Have you got your phone? Just type in, just type in Google Daft Head, and anyone listening, do this if they haven't seen Wurzel okay. Gummidge. D A F T E A D. Daft, Daft Head. Fuck me! <laughs> <laughs> you should have warned search. me. Well, what what Daft Head is? Um, so he's a scarecrow, and. He just, you know, runs around all over town and he doesn't actually want to do his job. He'd, he'd prefer to go <laughs> play Tetris or something. So he builds his own scarecrow and that's Daft Head. And then Daft Head comes to life. So he tries to get rid of him. He puts him in a Hessian sack, takes him to the top of a bridge. This is oh, true. This is what happened. Yeah. He drops him over the bridge in front of a train. Wow. He murders mm. his own creation. In cold straw. In cold straw. Back to his uh, pole where he stands. Mm. Daft Head's there wearing a train, a train master's cap. Jesus. This is a kid's thing? That's a kid's show. So yep. Daft Head looks like a corpse. <laughs> yes. Like he looks like a corpse that's been found in hay. <laughs> and has been like some tramp died in yes. a field. His body's mostly decomposed yeah. and then yeah. oh, there he's he, drinking he looks tea like inside. If you dug up the corpse of Robin Gibb <laughs> now, a few years after he's died, that's what you'd see. Yeah. That's, that's what he is. He's the corpse of Robin Gibb. Oh, Jesus. Um, <laughs> I have to close this tab. 
All so, right. <laughs> so um, Wurzel Gummidge, right? So he released an album. I I actually had this album and oh. I loved it. Okay. It was awesome. Uh, Wurzel Sings. You put the word after W and the word after O. You put the word after R and it's away we go. Put the word after Z and put the word after E. A word after L, a Zell after word and you next. So that's that's words or gummage. Grace. Um, John Pertwee, I forgot to mention, he also was one of the Doctor Who's, right? Oh. You, are you a Doctor Who fan? More than a words or gummage fan. Yeah. Well, do you remember John Pertwee? No. Not, so, not that big a fan of the old ones. The old ones used to scare me. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, he, he did a disco version of the uh, Doctor Who theme. Great. With a sort of um, beat poetry style. Oh, okay. As fingers move to end With sword of truth, I turn to fight the satanic powers of the night. Is your faith before your mind? No man am I the doctor. I'm sorry, that's that's actually awesome. Yeah, I Is I've, that not good? That's pretty good. I'm I'm, I'm taken back to the trapdoor. Yeah. Because it's like a good funky beat and then... Yeah, yeah. To open that trap door because there's something down there. That's great. <clears throat> but this is what I wanted to play you. Uh, back in the 70s and 80s, there were, lots of kids' characters were big on warning children about strangers. Mm. So this <laughs> freaky scarecrow that used to stalk children did a warning <laughs> song called Wurzel's Warning. Okay. Jaunty Tijuana style. <laughs> it's about stranger danger. Never ever talk to a stranger. We all know strangers mean danger. No matter what he said, you would just end up dead. Never ever talk to a stranger. <laughs> oh, man, that escalated. <laughs> now all your mums and dads try to warn you. That talking to strangers can harm you. So listen to what they say, and from strangers run away, and you'll never, ever be in danger. Is that not the scariest thing you've ever heard? Yeah, but I, I love that um, the very British novelty song of Run Away. <laughs> <laughs> run Away. <laughs> no matter what is said, you may just end up dead. Whoa. <laughs> Man, people think that the 80s was like an innocent time. (laughs) It wasn't. It was fucking brutal. So this is why (laughs) the world is fucked up because people grew up listening to crap like that. Yep. (laughs) We get role models as a scarecrow. (laughs) Uh, So that's it. That's my little uh, episode (laughs) about British sitcom characters on the charts. If you have any, if, if if you know of any that we might have missed, <laughs> some that have escaped Scotty's. Well, you had a, you had a few more. Uh, do you want to? I think I've uh, tortured everybody. No, 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 no. But but do you want to just like quickly like just if people want to Google them or something maybe. Oh uh, no, the only other ones I really missed were the obvious ones like um, uh, the young ones. Neil mm. did hole in my shoe. Okay, and of course Cliff Richard and the young ones living doll. Yes. I didn't play that because that's actually good. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, everybody yeah. knows that. Absolutely, that, yeah. That doesn't belong in this podcast. No. And, um, um, but we, we might do American ones yeah. uh, another time. Yeah, so yeah, if you yeah. know any suggestions, send them through. Otherwise, uh, if we've missed any, send them through too. That would be great. Yeah. Um, 
you can have a chat with us about anything, really, through Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Joe Dulcey in particular, if you're listening. Yeah, yeah. Have a chat. Slide into my DMs. Yeah. Tell me to shut up on my face to my actual uh, face. <laughs> Uh, thank you for. Oh, I should have. I should have finished it with "shut up your thumbs" or something. What? Well, he, oh, I see. Except shut he's not using a phone. He's using it. He's using the, the computer at the library, <laughs> isn't he? <laughs> I, I really don't think he'd respond to "shut up your thumbs." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He'd probably sue. He's probably would. <laughs> he put an injunction <laughs> on this podcast. <laughs> awesome. Uh, if you want to uh, do any social media stuff with us, uh, it's at Retroordinaire on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, Scotty. Shut up your thumbs. <laughs> Thank you.